Welcome back to the Crown After Buzz After Show, episodes seven and eight. Scientitia, Potentia, Est, and Pride and Joy. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. See, this was the most appropriate song I could think of Definitely. for the episodes. I, it you gives know? us the energy that these episodes well, it's not just us. We don't need no education, considering episode seven is all about the education. Definitely. And it puts a lot of things into, into perspective for uh, Queen Elizabeth and her education status. Or lack thereof. Well, well it's just an interesting concept, you yeah. know? Because we don't see that lack in the episode. And then, of course, episode eight, which was a whole different direction. Loved it. Next thing you know, we see the women of George the Sixth all go at it. Mom and the two daughters. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. The crown is getting heated and hot. And episode seven might be my favorite one to date. I loved both of them. So the energy that I got from both of them, the, the strength that I saw from all of the women, it, it really made me feel like they found their footing in episode seven and eight well that's great because i love both of you except angela's not here i am angela today you you. can call me angela but i prefer tehran i am tehran at i am tehran all across social media ig tweet tweet gram gram whatever you want to find me on i'm there and of course i'm alongside say hi hi everyone you can find me on instagram twitter and occasionally snapchat at say hi sahai that's t-s-a-h-a-i and make sure you stop by and say hi because your snapchat and instagram and stuff is just very interesting. You know, I love I to hear from live through you. You know, I love to hear from the people. I'm a people's person. From the people? From the people. You're the people's just, champ? Yes, just like the queen, you yeah, know. Like the queen? I don't know. I think Margaret might be the people's champ because that personality that she brought in episode 8 uh might be the reason why we love the the personalities of the royals. I don't know if Royals had personalities before Margaret, so it's an interesting concept. But then her sister had to put her in her place and say, "Okay, listen, there's a reason that I act the way I act and the way you need Skirt! to." Yeah, we gotta fall get back. to there. We okay, gotta get okay, to there. Too much, this too is much, the crown. Too much. We'll, we'll We're hold back. learning more about the monarchy than I've ever learned in my life. But let's start with episode seven, which was Scientitia Poitentia S. Uh, the episode in which we learned that Queen Elizabeth's education status isn't what we would expect for a queen's education status to be. I would have thought that the queen has gone through like I just assume queens have PhDs and all what degrees. I thought. But they don't. They only taught her basically all the articles of the Constitution and and dignitaries and things of how to act dignified. How to ride horses, how to hold her plate and knife and fork correctly. How to care about puppies. Exactly. (laughs) But I mean, it's interesting because it's things that we would never expect. uh, We would never expect a queen to have to learn. But clearly, that's why they're so good at being the queen. There is an entire education dedicated to queenliness. Exactly. I mean, it's a full-time job. So, But the fact that she recognized that there was a lack in her education and that she wanted to repair that, repair that, I thought that was really respectable. And I really, you know, because think about it. If she was the first to say, hey, there's a problem here, that means all the other queens were okay with that. It is. It is something. And it's actually a part of her education reform as she goes through being the monarch of, of England. And right. we see that the royals after her all do get their education. Uh, clearly, like uh, William and Harry all went to college and right. all these things. Things that I guess wouldn't have happened without her influence, which is a very interesting concept. But we do start off the episode with her being a little girl uh, watching the planes fly overhead in a post-war England, Mm -hmm. right? We see, like, the war is still very real at this time. And, And we see that she is being spoken to in French, which I didn't know the Queen spoke French, which... 
Queen of England, why would she speak French? Because she's the queen. You never know when you're going to need some French. You never know when you're going to meet a French dignitary or go to France and have to communicate with the people. I, I love that flexibility that she had. And of course, England and France has, have a long history, of course. Right. They're being neighbors. And French French is the language of the aristocracy. Right. French itself is the language of the aristocracy. But I just never knew. The, I never knew Queen Elizabeth spoke French. Like, modern French. She I. doesn't flex it, as far as I know. But that's what I said. Like, most of us are watching the show, especially in the United States, and we're learning way more about the monarchy than Very we ever knew. Very much so. So we see that the that she is being taught things that she doesn't really feel like... She even questions it. As a young girl, she questions and says, are the other... Uh, are the other kids learning the same thing from right. the provost, from the vice provost? And the vice provost says, no, they're learning. And he shows them like, and it's like, this is undignified stuff. And it's like math and English. Yeah, and you don't need this at you all. You don't need this. Fo focus on the stuff that we're going to show exactly. you. Exactly. And she learns basically how to be the image of a monarch without the depth. Right. Because the monarch, in my opinion, does need to have an educational basis to understand what is going on in the world and the world, especially around her. Exactly. But also it's like, how are you expected to make these huge decisions that are going to affect everyone in your country without knowing what's going on, without knowing the backstory? And that's why I love the way episode seven played out with her seeing, hey, I need to know more than just how to ride a horse or how to shake someone's hand or how to receive guests. I need to know what their backstory is. So I love the fact that she was reading um, books. About President Eisenhower yeah, because he was supposed to come visit. Exactly. And it made her more comfortable and you saw her grow from that and become strong. But when, you know, that trip got canceled, she was a bit relieved. She was relieved because she, and this is what we see in the past episodes is why she feels so out of place and intimidated by the visiting politicians and especially Winston Churchill. Right. We see this now is because she didn't fully feel like she understood what was going on. She was just doing what was expected of her and asked of her and not meeting her full expectations. Something that I kind of see the growth by the end of this episode. But before we get to all that, we I see wanna... a lot of growth, especially Prince uh, Philip was growing at the end. Oh, my gosh. That's I mean. totally that's okay. a whole separate. We're, that's okay. a whole we're, separate. We're, I'll hold back. So I'll hold getting back. to the getting to the education asp aspect of it. Right. Uh, we see that she is taught, as you said, how to eat properly correct how to speak to the person at the table correct. correctly there's so many rules and regulations to being a queen that itself is a full-time education and i will admit i would love to know those things i feel like they come in handy during a business meeting you never know when you know just your your etiquette and the way you receive people will help you get a job or just help you in any social setting i think it's something that i would love to know more of that kind of stuff well they do say that queenliness is next to godliness i mean I they don't like but I, they say I'm cleanliness queen. but i'm saying queenliness hey, like i just them. i made like a little pun because I, like I feel like she is the representation of god on earth especially when it comes to this situation the monarchy definitely it's as, as if they are ordained by god so well, that's, that's how it feels winston continues to instill in her like listen understand this is the role that we've bestowed upon you and so we see her continuously just re being reminded of that and adjusting in to that and kind of like getting comfortable with her 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 cloak as you are comfortable in your robe well i thank you for that but welcome. i feel like something we also learned is that king george her father wasn't that educated either right. and that he also 
did the same thing and felt the same way because we hear that from Queen Mother when she brings it up. She says, well, that's what your father did. Right. And I was really surprised about that as a, a, a mother. Wouldn't you want to encourage your daughter to grow and, and do better than you did? But she seemed to be very comfortable with her position. And later on, we see that she um, is actually going through some difficulties in the changes that have occurred. In episode eight. But back yeah. to episode seven, what we're seeing is that the Queen Mother also doesn't know much because when she's reading the newspaper about Einstein, she's like... There, Einstein changed his mind again, but I don't really understand what it's about. Right. And we see that, hey, this isn't just relegated to uh, Queen Elizabeth. This is something that goes on with all the monarchs, something that I found extremely interesting. It's something I didn't and then I also, know. I think it also spoke to the division of power between men and women. It's like the women had to play their position. You only know about girly, pretty things, and you don't need to know about the difficult, you know, I actually stuff. disagree with you because King George didn't know about those things either. I know, either. but so here it is. We had the mother, was, we had the queen, queen mother, queen seeing... Elizabeth, and, and Margaret in this in this scenario, that's but we're, what we're only seeing. seeing them. But from the from what we hear and understand, the king wasn't too far off, and that's what I thought was actually interesting. Is because at first I thought it was because Elizabeth was a girl that she wasn't learning anything, but it's not. It's because she is a monarch and she is the next to rule, and that's why. But when the men later on decide to withhold information from her, it's because they think that she can't handle it because she's a woman. So I do feel like the fact that she is a woman. It, does play a part in some of the decisions that some of the government I officials were making disagree on with her you. behalf. I disagree with you. I don't think it had to do with the, her being a woman. It had a lot to do with her position on the health of the people who led in Winston Churchill's selfishness. So let's examine some Winston Churchill aspects. In this episode, we find out Winston Churchill is somehow still alive. I mean, this guy at this point is like 400 years old. Yeah, I don't even he, understand. He's like a cat. He has he's like nine lives. He's been around. He's lived it. And he's still in charge and running the country, right? Very much so. He's running the country as the political head and uh, prime minister. And what happens is he has a stroke. The first one's a mini stroke. And the queen is told that he just had a simple cold and right. wasn't able to attend meetings, which when he misses two, the queen says that's unlike Winston. Right. So then he has another major stroke when he finds out that upon his manipulation, President Eisenhower would visit England. Right. And that was at the request he had the queen invite them to Buckingham Palace. And that was like, oh, then he would have to come. He did. He accepted the invitation. He has another stroke. It's a major stroke. And they still hide it from the queen. Right. I don't think it's because she's a woman. I think it's because her position was, I want someone healthy running stuff. And Winston knew he would have to step down had she known he had a stroke. I think he would have done the same thing for King George. I just feel like the government, the other government officials, maybe not Winston so much, but everyone else felt like she's a little lady. She's still a young girl. We kind of have to, you know, pay, play with her with kid gloves. And they, they really didn't feel like she could handle that information. And when she gave them a tongue lashing, that's when I was like, okay, Elizabeth, you done bossed up. I respect that. And I really like seeing that part. Sure. The At the end, we do see a growth in Elizabeth. But when it comes to Winston Churchill, do you think he did the wrong thing by hiding a stroke? I do, because he didn't give her the opportunity to handle a conflict and make her own decision about it. It's kind of like they made the decision for her. And what then she decision has to does react. she need to make? She is a political figure. She is not actually the political head. But she did end up having to kind of make a decision in what she wanted, how she wanted to proceed after she found out. And also it was a, an opportunity for them to build trust with Elizabeth. And they chose not to. They broke her trust. And it's still the beginning of this budding relationship. So I think it was, I didn't like the fact that he withheld it from her. There's, I don't think it's budding. It's been for a 
while. Like we're, we're jumping, like we're in, in time in frame times of the the episode, I should say. Sure, but when it comes to Elizabeth, I think that we saw, for example, earlier this year when Hillary Clinton had a fainting spell, that it was hidden from us what right. the actual situation was because they don't want to show weakness not only to the people, but not having the queen's blessing or backing would actually hinder. Winston Churchill's position, especially amongst his peers Definitely. and the government, so in the parliament. So, why would he not hold that information? It's not like Queen Elizabeth is making policy. What she is doing is backing up policy. Right. And she even says that in the tongue lashing, where she ex explains that it's not my position to make like uh, make the rules, but I do follow the rules and exactly. I have to watch those rules. And this is one of the things I think Winston Churchill was being more selfish than he was being a misogynist. Definitely. And he didn't want his, him to seem weak himself. I think he maybe put it on her possibly. And when in fact he didn't want to show, seem weak to his peers, because again, you know, they were, they were pushing him out the door by this time, even though he kept on, you know, dying and coming back to life. But, you know, he wanted them to know like, listen, I can still do this. I'm in my sick bed and I'm still here at work. And we see what a lot of this. Doing? I feel like I see a lot of this, especially with the male ego, his ego wouldn't let him, uh, wouldn't let him set out. Exactly. It wouldn't. He felt like he is the father. He has said that several times. I'm the father of this country. Like right. I am modern England. I am modern day England. He has successfully led them out of like basically two wars and famine and every God knows who else, right? Yeah. And what else? So basically, Winston Churchill doesn't want to give up his his position of power. Right. Who would want to? No one. Uh, there's a lot of people. There are some people who are like so ready to retire, but there are few. There are people, especially people in positions of power, CEOs. We see this a lot, who don't want to give up, and they don't well, want to let go. Hugh like, Hefner. But look, you know, a lot of times it's like the job is keeping him alive. So once he stops the job, then he probably would slowly die inside, you know, because he's so used to just that routine every day. But what I also loved about this episode is when. Um, Elizabeth has to choose between who's her next secretary is going to be, or I'm sorry, maybe not secretary, but her, the gentleman who's going to advise her. And uh, she wanted Martin, our guy that we saw in the previous Martin episode. Martin Dean versus uh, who's no, the other guy? Martin versus uh, Michael. Michael, is it Martin? She she got Martin. She wanted. She Martin. wanted Michael Adeen. No, she she wanted. She Martin. wanted Martin. Yeah, but she got Michael Adeen. She got Michael. Yeah. Yeah, because Martin's the young one who exactly. she has a connection with, and and Michael is the old one who's the older one who's supposed to take the place of Tommy. Right. Exactly. And he's been trained for this role. Um, the and senior, the senior one has been trained for the role to take the place. Exactly. And the junior one hasn't. Exactly. And then also Martin messed himself up because here it is. They were about to give him the position and his wife decides she's going to start making changes before even moving into the house. Now, girl, um, that's not how things are done. And Tommy, again, behind Elizabeth's back has to let them know, listen, this is, there's a way we do things here. And, you know, he enforced that even though Elizabeth wanted something else, which I found really interesting. Well, what I found interesting is that once again, we see that a woman is the reason why things fall apart. Oh, and that kind of happens. Goodness. I'm sorry. I'm, I've watched it with Edward. I've watched it. <laughs> like, this is what I keep saying as a common theme in Not these situations. She pushes for power that he's just happy to even be in the mix. Right. She pushes like... We could have waited for the tree. Had the tree not... That right. wouldn't have been a sign. It wouldn't have continued. I mean, listen, Michael was going to bring it up anyway. 
Yeah. The, the senior guy was going to bring it up anyway. Of course. He's going to, because he heard it. And look how it got back. But once again, how did it get back to his ears? Is that the wife had said something to another wife who had said something to another wife who said something. And it was like, the streets and, and were Tommy talking. was like, how, how would I know this? <laughs> like, exactly. Why would I know these people? But the exactly, the streets were talking. And that's how it got back to Tommy to begin with. And now we see that Tommy's in the precarious position of going behind the queen's back and doing what is traditionally right but you know that's we had several standoffs in this episode we had elizabeth standing off to the other government officials and then she had another standoff with tommy in this episode so we see her constantly having to like fight her way to let people know this is what i want so it was interesting to see tommy say okay sure yeah it's your decision but in the end he went and did what he wanted to do of course but that's what tommy's position is tommy's position is to do the dirty work that the queen or the king can't be seen doing or doing what's best in their best interest of the monarchy not specifically the person exactly and he gave a great speech when he explained that this is indicative these kind of things are indicative of what happened with edward the abdication you start off it was like little things like when edward decided he was going to live at york and not at buckingham right use buckingham as an office and then he went on and then he was like and then next thing you knew boom no one could have forced the abdication but it happened right it was like a crack in the foundation exactly. and he was like okay we can't just like put some you know paint over this to make it look better we have to nip this in the bud and tommy is the best at nipping it in the bud and that's what it is even in law you know with law school we find it's the slippery slope that's why it's the cracked window theory you want to know where crime comes from if there's a broken window and it doesn't get fixed there will be a murder and that's it's like it's like it's indicative it's it's all from the same as he said like the root the root and the foundation right he was very adamant about it so it was like the root of the tree exactly cut Uh Uh see that's how it works and it's the same tree that was getting cut outside his window because he was like wait 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 i still live here (laughs) exactly i still live here let's uh check why are they because he even looked at the tree like why are they cutting that tree i've never said anything and it made me question martin because i'm like dude okay i understand you want to listen to your wife but uh don't you you're the one that works there you can't have her making decisions you know that's the not protocol. how it works you married i mean i'm not married are, um, are you i'm not married but i've definitely uh here's the thing have you ever dated a girl no, I haven't. A woman? No. Ever been married to a woman? No. Every husband out there knows exactly how <laughs> Martin felt. Like, none of us question why Martin, because that there's nothing more powerful than a nagging woman. There's nothing. I listen, mean, nothing. It will get us to take out the garbage. It will take us and get us to take out the garbage and buy a house I, and get a job we don't want and do a lot of things. Like, th- there's nothing more powerful than that. And you could see in the car that she was going to be that wife like she was power hungry she was so excited was that's so why ready. i was like girl don't you like at least get in there first and then start making the changes but she she jumped the gun and she felt the repercussions it's so interesting because uh in farsi we have we actually have a saying where it's, it sounds very silly if you say it in english right. where if a, a mouse can't go into the hole he doesn't fit in the hole but he like tied a broom to his tail right meaning like he's not even in there yet, yeah but he's already trying to do extra exactly like you're doing the most she was, and doing, she was doing the most yeah. like she wanted the I didn't most like her and the tree thing well that's the thing we also find that we a lot of the women in these series aren't very likable and uh we'll find out a lot more about that going to see uh, episode eight but still in episode seven you said you mentioned a great thing when you said there were a, a lot of standoffs yeah we see several standoffs first I, the standoff that i saw first was between elizabeth and her teacher the professor right who she was promptly told hey this is what monarchs learn 
Okay. The second one was between well, professor number one because we later see another. Yeah, the tutor. That's different. Mm -hmm. But the professor, the vice uh, provost Mm -hmm. of the college, like he just basically goes, "Hey, this is what happens." Okay. And it was really cute to watch all these proper uh, English kids running around going to class, and her just standing there confused to see what was going on. I thought she was also looking at all the boys because I don't think she got an opportunity to see all those you know other children like. I was hoping it was just children in general and not just because they were boys. Maybe. Then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. But then again, we see that at the end of this episode, Elizabeth is a little bit of a freak. So, uh, well, that's what I love about this show because we're getting to see that not only are they, you know, these powerful figures, but they're also people that are human and want to love and touch, and they're sexual people, and we get to see well, that. They're real and, people, and that and that breaks down the 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 fakehead that we've been seeing for so many years. So we see that's a standoff. We also see the standoff between Elizabeth and Tommy, and that was a major standoff because one thing Elizabeth did, you knew how mad she was because she left the room with Martin and went and opened the door herself. Yes. She, I had never seen her open the door. In fact, I was looking at how many servants and thinking to myself, how much money does it cost to run Buckingham Palace? Because the Ugh. amount of servants and the even when they were setting up the place for Eisenhower for that party, it looked so beautiful many, and amazing. And then they had to take it all down, and it was just crazy to watch the amount of people that co- that must cost might just must just add up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that I love seeing that because I love to see how they prepare for those types of events and the effort that went into that. It wasn't just like, hey, somebody's going to come over. Let's bring out the good paper plates. They were like measuring the distance between the plates and the and the, the, the flowers and a lot. So when he said, he, you know, when they told him not to come anymore and that all had to be torn down, it kind of hurt my hurt me a little bit. I felt bad for them. And then we see the standoff between and this was the big one. The standoff between Elizabeth and the political figures, right? Yeah. So Churchill comes in. Uh, the other guy comes in. What's his name? The other old guy. Oh, the one that was in the hospital in America. No, no, he didn't come in. It was the other, the other guy. Like, the, oh, the old, older guy. I don't remember yeah, his well, name. Who knows their names, Hit right? Stuff on YouTube. Here's the thing. I'm sure the, the chat people are yeah, gonna YouTube people are gonna be like this guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they come by and she gives them a tongue lashing as you eloquently stated she explains to them especially churchill she puts churchill i look i thought he, he was, was gonna about have to another cry. he was about to have a, a yeah. third stroke he was like she put him in in his place but i think he liked it too he was like ah well, that's, that's my girl and that's what that's what you know her teacher said is that why can't you just give them right tongue lashing that's actually what english Men want because they that's what they find us love. And that's how they were raised. Exactly. Which I found interesting. It is interesting to me because I feel like when I think of like leather, leather and paddles and all that, I think of English people like that. (laughs) Like S&M. S&M and all that. I think of English people. I do. I'm not the only one that Hmm. thinks English guys love the dungeon and love being spanked and all that stuff. And maybe this is a psychological root of where it's come from. All these prim and proper Englishmen have been caught up with through the years through uh, you know, controversy because of things like this. And right. boom, this is maybe why. Because they did fi- find, like, they did find it somehow arousing in a way. Definitely. I feel I have this theory that powerful men who are so uptight or supposedly law-abiding 
behind closed doors when it comes to sex that's where they're they release and i think that's where they let loose and they that's why they don't want people to see it because they are actually into some really kinky stuff that's interesting because i personally am not like that at all like i'm not i like i feel like i i like to be the alpha i'm in charge of stuff i'm telling you right now you got a robe on this is basically like a a costume this is actually me being chill all the time (laughs) because i am not chill all the time like i don't like it if a girl is overly aggressive so i wouldn't have liked being i wouldn't have liked that tongue lashing in that manner right but i might have liked the one that philip got at the end of the oh, episode philip got a lot and that's the last standoff the last standoff is between her and her husband because she walks in a lot more jovial looking at her kids wondering where philip was because we didn't see philip the whole episode until the very end but what i find funny is that every time we see philip in seven and eight he's complaining philip is always complaining about something so i guess she had to uh you know, give him a little something to calm his nerves. I don't know if he was complaining as much in episode seven as he was in episode eight. I think he was just aloof and just being like, he's just, you know, kind but of let's over get back it. to when Philip made his request. What did you think when he said that I to her? That, uh, that's his wife. I mean, that's when she's oh, no like, longer queen. That's like, her job. That's what she's like. Yo, at the end of the day, she's still his <laughs> wife. She's still his woman. And the way he said it was actually kind of pop. And like, it, there was a lot of sexual tension. Like the way he said, like, I can't go up there, so maybe you should come get on down on your knees. And I was like, like, oh, you saying pearls. that to the Excuse queen? Me. And she did actually clutch the pearls in this episode. But she smiled earlier surprisingly. on, not on, not at this part. But she clutched her pearls when she found out uh, from Colville, and she was getting an education on things, and she was actually physically clutching her pearls. Because, yeah, her it was like her nervous energy. Exactly. What did you think about her relationship with the tutor? I found that very interesting because it was someone she like hand selected and. And she had this rapport with him. And I, I read that it was a fictitious character. There wasn't actually a tutor of this nature. But I, in this episode, because I feel like we have to remind people we're commenting on the episode. It's the show. We're it's, not a history show. Exactly. We're watching on the show because some people on the comments are like, well, history, historically. And well, we love you people who comment. We I do not it. like the people who comment. I appreciate like, you, commenters. Why? Thank you so well, much. Actually, <laughs> like, yo, you know what? It's a show, guys. You can appreciate everyone. You can be nice. Like I'm going to be real, you know? I'm saying like historically great buddy but look we're watching this show and I'm learning and I'm loving this show and it's about what's going on in this show right and in this show we do have a tutor and I was going to get to the relationships because we have two relationships to examine Mm -hmm. in this episode okay Uh, actually we have we have a total of four but the other two I was going to lump into uh, the standoff so we see the relationship between Queen Elizabeth and Winston Churchill right who I feel like in this one more than ever, I felt like Winston Churchill had been a father figure to Queen Elizabeth, and now it's like the student has surpassed the teacher, uh-huh. right? Because she put both of the, them in their place quickly, w- promptly, and before they even said it, it was like, don't speak to me in the manner of my age and my gender, but to the respect of the crown and right. position that I hold. Right. And it was amazing to watch her become a queen. And this let, is the episode I felt like she became the queen. Definitely. She also let Winston know, listen, you can trust me. You can, if you're not around, I have your back. I can handle this now. So don't be afraid to let me know things because I've got this. And Winston came off as a proud father when he said, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to step aside, not because of what you said to me, but because now I do f- find that you're actually properly adequate to be this queen and fulfill this role. Definitely. Then 
the other uh, relationship is the relationship between her and Colville because she brings Colville back, who was her, you know, assistant before in the past. Right. And he's keeping the secret. And he was the weakest one keeping the secret, by the way. He was the weakest one keeping the secret. And he brings him back and goes, and that's how she finds out. She's yeah. slick about it, too, because she lets him drop a lot of information and then goes, you know what? That's not even why I brought you. They say never ask a question that you already don't know the answer to. So I think she had a, a, some kind of... She did not. I do a, not think she knew. You know, She really only brought him... I think she kind of knew no. something was off. I because don't the think fact so. that she, she looked said, shocked. She, but the fact that she said, listen, Winston, Winston hasn't come twice back to yeah, back. Yeah, but she didn't like, say it. She's like, strange. oh, it's uncommon. But... I'm telling you, I, don't I think feel she was like too she busy worried anything. about the about Eisenhower's visit to really let that show much. Yeah, I don't but... think she knew because she acted like she was surprised. She even turned around like that girl thing was. Oh, what? now I need to know more. Like what guys, girl like thing? Thing. it's a girl thing. When girls want to know more, <laughs> they're slick about it. Guys aren't smart. They aren't smart. We don't ask smart questions. No, well, like I agree. That. Guys aren't smart. So then Colville drops the knowledge, and then she's like. She, that's when she starts plotting to get them back. Then there is the relationship between her and her tutor, which I thought was really cute because she was like a little girl again and she was talking to him and he was like more than just a tutor. He was like her philosophical advisor exactly. and spiritual animal. And I love when the royals animal. interact with people that are not royal. I like to see how it's, I, I feel like they are allowed to let their car, guard down when they interact with people that aren't royal. They're like, okay, now I can be myself. Hey, let's talk, you know, one, one on one. And it wasn't easy for her to you know, admit that she didn't know as much as she would like. And she really didn't know much. And it was just like, she was actually grasping and just trying to figure out like, wow, I really don't know anything. I need to know more. About current events and About things of that nature. Because the things that things. she did know were helpful in some situations, but not in this, this new realm that she was walking into. And we see that when they're interacting and they're talking and then she's like, oh, you bet on this horse because of this trainer in this stable? Because I that's what she that knows. Exactly. And it's like, no, I didn't even know anything. I just liked And it showed name. you like things that she does know are valuable as well. And so... So it's actually not valuable. That's what I thought. It's like it's in. It's not a valuable piece no, of information. No, I doesn't remember matter. it. It is valuable in a in a certain setting. I remember reading a book about Russell Simmons, and he said he used to bring his wife Kamora to business meetings because she was charming, personable, and she you know knew all these different languages. She was about an asset. Different things when, she, but she's actually knowledgeable a lot of things. She wasn't knowledgeable about basically nothingness. The only piece of knowledge that I felt that Queen Elizabeth put to good use was her old constitution uh, that she went and had dug up and then was able to Her use notes. that knowledge. And she was like on it and she did use it. And the last relationship that I wanted to examine is the one between her and her husband because mm. not only do we see them being sexual with one another but we also see that they haven't interacted with one another a lot like it felt like they hadn't seen each other in weeks maybe months like it was just like right. real like hey where have you been and again did we even see the kids in this episode i think outside briefly. they were outside they and were outside playing right but she's always looking from the outside in on them i still have not seen her hold the kids play with the kids it's always philip playing and with the kids the well, I was actually, uh, there was one more relationship that you just remind me of mm -hmm. is the one between her and her mother. And the mm -hmm. mother actually brings that up and goes, because she took something personal. Right. She took it personal when Queen Elizabeth said, oh, why didn't you push for more education? She's like, whoa, you're judging me as a mom? What about you as a mom? You haven't spent Ouch. any time with your kids. Right. You know, I've never seen you with your kids. And moms tend to do that. You try to point something out and next thing they know, the, you, you know they're saying, oh, so, you know, you, you know more than I do. Exactly. It's like a mom never wants their daughter to challenge them. And so we jump to episode eight where we now see that Love the mother it. who became, who was one of the most unlikable characters as far as I was concerned, all of a sudden became the most likable and like, sim I was like the 
the most sympathetic towards her. Like we saw her and felt admonished for her. And we see the the division between the three women of King George, because right. now we're looking at what he's left as his remnants and his legacy. Mm-hmm. His daughter, Elizabeth, who's now the queen, Margaret, who felt kind of useless and they've had a strained relationship. And now we see and he labeled them. Queen Elizabeth the Pride and Margaret his joy because she is full of life and we see her being full of life as she's comedic and funny and uh but that didn't play well with it Elizabeth. Did not. She did not like that. And I think Margaret's just being a spoiled brat a lot of the times. So, I mean, I think yes, it was her she's jealousy. Very bougie. Yeah, it was just her jealousy. She loves being rich. And <laughs> she does. She was being spoiled. She was I I think she I understand she missed her boyfriend and you know, she wanted the attention for herself and herself and she said that the people loved them, but she I wish she would have kind of gotten on board and understood where her sister was coming from. And I think we actually saw jealousy on both sides. Well, I think they're both jealous of each other because at the end, they, they're going back and forth and they're bringing up personal stories. And at least Margaret tries to get back to the root cause of it and like tries to examine it. But Elizabeth is the one who's being cold. And honestly, Elizabeth, to me, uh, has resting bitch face a lot of times. But you don't think that's because she's like, I know she's going to mess this up. I know how she is. But she always that's, does this. When you do that, that's not productive. And for for a woman who is the queen and is in productive in every other aspect of her life, she has this like but she slight had a animosity lot on her towards mind. Margaret she that was, she's had since she was a kid. She had a lot on her mind. Sure. She was about to go on this tour. Sure. It was already stressful. She, you know, was going to these places she had never been before. And also with the everyone was making mention of that you need to do this so these countries, these islands know that we are still in power. She did something like she went on a tour of uh all the countries that are and islands that are part of the, at that time very much part of the English Empire and she went on something like 57 cities in right. 58 days right. which was crazy and then the wardrobe was outrageous 100 she had dresses to take everything like, like 36 hats of, you it know was amazing she had to take like, a lot girl, of stuff can I borrow one of those but in her defense she was gone for a long time the one thing we do see um in this one with Margaret, first of all, she didn't like the comedic stuff. She didn't like Margaret's shine. She was upset at Margaret about it. And right. she, and they got into an argument over it, but we saw a queen mother also feel a certain queen way. And mother, then she, it's dip. like she lost her footing. Like she, I didn't realize she became pointless. That, yeah, well, I, she felt like she lost her her purpose. And I didn't realize that in this episode, in episode eight is when I really saw that she was, a mother that that but also she missed being a queen which was really interesting she lost her home she lost and she everything. had to go find herself she did a little bit of a eat pray love moment yeah and went she to went scotland. to scotland and yeah. bought a castle which Poor. of course when you're rich like that you just can do that's like, what just happens i wish all the time. I, could, I can get upset and just go buy castles you know what you can no you, you, i cannot within not power. with my credit you. score so listen <laughs> this is what's going on so when queen mother leaves i just i i had never really liked her before no like i liked I. how sneaky she was but i don't don't think they made her likable i liked her just because no one else liked her but in this episode they made her more human than ever very much so they she's t- just a regular woman yeah who, like yo now i'm useless like I, all these years i've been queen i know way more than you do and right. then you like just some kid but it's queen. also we're seeing a woman in mourning like she lost her husband like she no matter what we say about her queen mother loved King George yeah. and she couldn't and she respected was still, and admired him yeah and she was still, but also she was his right hand woman she helped him with the stutter she helped him so much so the fact that you know he was kind of yeah, her but we job. don't see that you only know that because you watched the but movie we, they mentioned it in the beginning yeah. in the first episodes but so she lost someone not only her husband her best friend she also lost the the person that you know 
gave her purpose for waking up every morning. And then, you know, now you're, you're putting n- a lot of emphasis on this. But line. because she was so sad. She and is very she sad. even at that dinner table with her friends, you know, many British people don't show the royals don't show emotion. And she she's, she kind of had a breakdown at the dinner emotion, table and yeah. they made me uncomfortable. I was like, oh, what are we going to do exactly. now? Exactly. I'm glad she went. But then she comes back and then she's recalled back and she comes back. But we also see, but uh, it, she becomes she comes back begrudgingly. Like yeah, she, she doesn't want to come back. She's great. She's like, she is. what? What do you what need? What do you guys before? want? Yeah, right. she comes back. But then we also see that Philip and Elizabeth are not getting along on this trip. Yeah, Philip, like I complaining. Like, you want to talk again. about a brat? Philip's a brat. He was complaining so much. I couldn't take him. He doesn't. He, like he was like being a Debbie Downer the whole Big trip. Big time. Negative Nancy the whole way complaining and then something happens where the like the paparazzi the journalists i'm so sorry but they they catch it on film but something that would never happen today they delete the footage for them Get, like they did, he, uh, did never, he give it to her i thought he like he pulled it out and, and like he hands but it to they had it or we don't know if they had it destroyed True. but i'm saying that would never happen not at all now not there's at never all. i mean there's no i'm sure there's no delete i'm i'm del- they can't delete they probably like, like scratched out the film yeah, or i don't know what they did or it. they kept it or you know whatever they do but i'm assuming that they destroyed it but do you notice have proof how of that spat when elizabeth and philip were fighting she was all disheveled and then when she went out to speak to those she cameras, was on point she had that red lipstick on she put on that rouge she was like i am here for business what, what of course would you like she was and that was when i said last episode in episode seven she became a queen this is the episode where i saw that speech with Tommy was like this is tradition we need you to be on point like this isn't about you it's more I saw her because she even got injections so she could still smile she was like she said no matter what this is what happened she didn't even clear things up with philip she just went on like the show must go on and it reminded me of an athlete who still plays in the game even when they're injured that's what elizabeth did that's, she was like, I like I, I, she got that shot she was like okay we're about to like, the court zone like, like let's exactly. go exactly fourth quarter it's fourth than 10 i, I got we, this we are almost done my sister's out here acting a fool embarrassing yeah, she was me not i happy have to, about that you at know all. i have to finish this commitment that i made but it also speaks to the respect that people had for her because that camera man did not have to give her that footage but because he respected her and had she been the jovial person like her sister was acting like maybe they wouldn't have you know understood the the weight of the the responsibility because she she was so proper because they did not do that with the sister they've blatantly you know when it came to the sister and the boyfriend they were putting that all over the news like it was definitely and the sister had it messed up because she thought okay these people love us we're in the papers all the time they're they're supportive of our love but even the boyfriend mr peter you know he's uh uh, where was he uh, away and watching this footage of his girlfriend act a fool, yes. loving it, even though you know she's professing her love for him. You know, she's she, he liked being a part, like a little bit, but at the same did. time, I guess because he's been banished now, he's like, okay, Margaret, you need Stop to calm it because down. you're you're actually you're the reason I'm here, right? I'm uh, you're the reason I got sent away <laughs> in episode six, right? Exactly. You know what I'm so. Uh, And they still had two years to go. Like, it was the beginning of this banishment. So, you know, he he didn't want her to mess things up even further. Definitely didn't. I mean, he's away from everything he loved, too. Yeah. Which is England itself. Definitely. He's not even allowed in England. So, we see something about Queen Elizabeth is she's willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. She's... she now becomes this prim and proper person all the way. Right. Because until now, I feel like she was just like this young lady, young girl growing. But now she's a woman. Right. She's grown. She is in command. And the only thing I don't think she has command of fully is her husband. 
Well, it's like, again, she has, it's like maybe she doesn't deal with her small children because Philip is like one big child that she has to handle all the time. And she has to constantly make sure he's happy. She has to, you know, go down on him when he's asking for it. No, she wanted to. I saw the little lust in her eyes. He had to ask. I know, but he asked, but the way. It wasn't the first thing on her list of things to do today. No, I think it was because she hinted and she's like, then what do you want me to do? Like, she knew what it was. She knew what it was. Don't do that. Girls know they're womenly wiles. (laughs) But it's her way of managing him you know and 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 man it's he's another thing on her on her list that she has to manage it's a chore it's definitely a chore and philip has become a big part of that chore so here it is she has to manage her her mother who's decided to just go off her sister who's you know making a mockery of her duties what i found interesting was that i i love seeing margaret's personality i thought it was great in contrast to elizabeth's and i think the uh party goers enjoyed it too because it allowed everyone they were happy yeah they were having having a good time but then in the grand scheme of things i think that's the thing margaret forgets she's margaret is selfish she's only thinking about herself and how things affect her and elizabeth is always thinking even in the decisions she makes they're selfish decisions she's just like unlike elizabeth who does conform to tradition after being told margaret goes okay but i don't care so we're gonna do it this way because this is how i want to do it right and margaret keeps on saying they're not here to see if they're here to see me and she she failed to realize, okay, it's not the Margaret show. It's it's the royal show. And you, you have to think big picture. But what I really found interesting is just that how the mom, queen mother, just the fact that we see her leave and, and find herself. I really found that interesting. What did you, you think liked about her? You liked this like, because I didn't, sisterhood, traveling <laughs> pants, yah-yah sisterhood. Sisterhood tra- of the traveling crown. You really like this stuff. I did because I, I, I like to see opportunities for women to show different sides of themselves. And here's this older you know the an older woman who has lived a life and she thought her life was going to go one way and then suddenly something changes and she has to figure out what she's going to do moving forward and i loved how she was summoned at the end because she was still needed and again it showed you okay margaret's having fun and the people may love her but at the end of the day we need someone who understands how this game is played well it's interesting that that's what you saw in that episode (laughs) as much because what i was actually interested is how much land and how much England was still in charge of and you know all these cities and how excited everyone was to see excited, the queen not everywhere because Gibraltar the concept was there was a revolt and they were how dangerous it was and I was actually shocked how much they didn't show I was actually shocked in this I mean, I'm sure they were time constraint and everything, but they didn't show the revolts. And at this time, I think that's because we up. know we can get that, you know, that in historical footage, we can research that and, and find out what happened. I think uh, the I creator... think it was just because they didn't want to show Queen Elizabeth in a bad light because a lot of bad things were being totally. said and doing and happening. And, you know, they didn't get all these places just because they gave themselves up. Yeah, this they weren't is, nice people. This is manifest destiny. This is colonization. This is all those things that this this series hasn't really addressed. Well, that's because again, we With can India, get that. We in, didn't see it. We, we can, didn't see it. But we have mention of it. So if you want to look into it further, um, there was someone on Twitter who said after they watch an episode, it's like they're googling, you know, historical information, which I think is a great thing about the show because for people who don't know the history of behind these situations, they go ahead and they research on their own but i think the creators wanted to keep it focused on what was going on inside the home and and buckingham palace and but inside what was going on with the queen herself well okay so for those at home who are watching we'd love to hear your comments please write down below uh we do know this is based on history but it's still a tv show it's still a netflix show so let's i love containing the conversation 
to the TV show on our show. But when it comes to the comments, we love hearing the historical facts and putting things into perspective. So thank you for commenting about the truth, but don't attack us for it. Let us know <laughs> and teach us because we love learning. Yeah. And in that aspect, I'd love to ask you your predictions for next week, which are which is our final week of watching The Crown because we're doing the last two episodes. I think that we're finally going through. And now, your After Buzz TV Ooh! What are your predictions? What does the crystal ball say? I think we're going to be left with some cliffhangers because the show has been so popular that Netflix has already uh, ordered more, more, more seasons. Oh, okay. So several more seasons, and they put a lot of money into this. So they're not going to just end it on a, you know, like that's it. We they're going to give us something more. So we're going to see definitely something with Queen Elizabeth and her husband, where you know more of a conflict between them is is my prediction. Um, Hopefully, we see her sister and she getting along a little bit better and hope i want to see more of the kids like you know where where are they at what's going on in the children's lives well i don't think it's going to be a cliffhanger because i don't think they knew they were going to get a season two or three (laughs) and so they're just going to end it at a point in history where it makes sense and i wonder if in season two or three we'll get a different elizabeth uh actress because she has to get older at some point definitely like at some point she because she's been the same age for for all 20 years or however long this episode is going right now right Right. so that's like i think it's about 10 years seven years maybe something like that that, right seven years to a decade of everything that's going on because we do know coming off uh world war ii right and we do know eisenhower's president and so we're moving in so, right. I, I do remember so reading like, that every season is going to be another decade. A decade? Mm-hmm. So there we go. So I'm like, I, I feel like we're at like year five or six, maybe seven at the most. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to be a cliffhanger. I do think that Philip and her are going to have to have some type of resolution. Right. Whether it's a good one or a bad one, I don't know yet. But I do think that that's going to come to an head. And finally, I do think that we're going to see Queen Mother... And something has to happen to her because I don't think she's still alive. I feel like her death might change something if she does die. But I don't know. I haven't read ahead. I don't actually know. I don't know either. But I do know that uh, I was happy to see, was it Margaret? No, it was Elizabeth stopped Philip from smoking. Finally. Finally someone says no more smoking. They know that smoking is bad, that it causes cancer. So that made me feel at ease. I think also, are we going to see Winston pass away finally? I don't know. I I mean, Winston, look, as far as I know right now, Winston Churchill is... A freaking vampire. He's a cat. He, he has he nine lives. He was old when she was young. <laughs> right? Now she's getting older, and he's still the same age. So I, I don't know, but I do really like. Um, what, what's the actor's name that plays him? Uh, that plays Winston Churchill. Why don't Why do none why, of us know his name? I, I, no, we I know never his know name. actors. It's names. Claire Foy who plays Elizabeth, Matt Smith who plays Philip, and John Lithgow. John Lithgow, there you go. And I only know him because he was in that one Santa Claus movie. Where no, he was, he was like, in Third Rock from the Sun, and sure, he was amazing. Sure, but to me, it was when I was growing up. He was in Santa Claus movie where they needed the little sprinkle stuff so the, the stuff could fly. <laughs> and I'm never gonna forget that John Lithgow. That's your best acting role to date. No. My name is Tehran at I am Tehran. Please find me all across the gram. The tweet, tweet, any social media snapchat i'm so live and i'm with sahai you can find me on instagram twitter and snapchat at say hi sahai that's s-a-y-h-i-t-s-a-h-a-i and please more comments we love the love we appreciate you for watching and stay tuned until next week make sure to watch us next week because we don't know what's going to happen maybe angela's back or not we hope you get better angela thank you for watching each and every week the after buzz after show of the crown check us out next week we'll be back
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. I can't believe I said that. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.